Shattered Dice and Broken Pens, an actual play podcast made by adults for adults. Hello and welcome, listeners, to episode 5, part 2. Oh my lordy lordy. Wow. I am sitting here with the lovely players of Felix. Hello. Daniel. Hello. Carl. Hi. And myself, Erik Persson. We are once again over online, uh, trying that once more and trying to record. And we're going to see how that goes. I think it's going to go fantastic. Hi, guys. How's it been? It's been good. It's been a while. Yeah, been actually quite a while. Now we're in now. Now we're here once again, about to play some more D&D, a part two of a two-part. One of the group, has, as you listen already know, has been on an own little adventure. So now we're going to play the second part, the part that might get affected by that one little adventure. And we will see what they will be doing during that time. Right. For a second, I thought you said, get infected. <laughs> get infected. Well, we don't know that yet, so... <laughs> huh. um, I'm going to uh, mention a little thing uh, that uh, I have had since the beginning, but I'm going to mention it now more. If a player gets knocked down uh, to death saves... It's not like it's, it's not like it's not like he has get healed and he's fine again completely. If you get if you get hurt so much you actually go down to death saves, something bad has happened to you. Something has happened, broken bones, shattered kidney, something's wrong with you that you obviously have to try to fix. Um but if you get up you might be able to move and stuff, but you're still gonna have some kind of problem you're gonna have to fix afterwards. Like, so I mean, it's, like, it's like lingering uh, lingering uh, injuries. Exactly. Uh, why why and, do you have to make our lives such a pain? Well, I, I it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also making it so that the more damage you take at the say at the time when you go down, the worse the injury is going to be. Honestly, as someone who has GM'd Dungeons and Dragons Five myself, yeah, sounds like a neat idea. Yeah, yeah. go for it. And the second thing I'm also putting in, which I technically should have been doing this entire time, I've, I've, I've just been forgetting about it. I'm saying it now to make it more official. Um, uh, like sanity rolls. If something horrific happens, you're obviously going to have to roll a wisdom saving throw to see if your sanity can handle uh, can handle the fact that you're going bonkers. Like, handle the fact that you have saw something horrific. Is this straight up from uh, Cthulhu Mythos? Or, uh, uh, Cthulhu? Not really. I'm taking it straight up from the many different systems. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm also making so that, of course, if you are experiencing the same thing again, 
that made you roll and fail last time, you're obviously going to have a like bonus to succeeding it this time because you've actually already experienced this once. Um, and things like that, um, like for example, uh, two sessions ago, Mr. Kai should definitely have rolled a sanity roll because he got knocked knocked down. Excuse he got me. beaten a by a fucking still. sorry. She should have rolled because <laughs> she got she got knocked down unconscious. She got paralyzed. She got bitten by a wyvern and had a huge bite marks. She always should have rolled it, but I forgot. We're not going so we're gonna say that she's fine from it. But in the future, if you experience something horrific, we're going to roll to see how your sanity can keep up. Am I gonna have to show you some digital tatas for you to understand that Kai Amare email? Just, just send me pictures of big old tatas to me. Tons of them. Please don't make that your profile picture. <laughs> oh, you if it does the trick. If it does the trick. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, betcha I will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. All right. With that, I believe we're ready to get right into it and throw ourselves into this mess. So, let's go. The party, when we last saw them, was still at the Black Shields Guild. They had just talked to Leo and just talked to uh, Mimo and uh, kind of kind of made him go and talk to Tina for you to talk about the quest you now have in your possession. You have two quests. One that is for... Uh, well, two missing person quests. One that is inside of Marla and the other one that is outside of Marla. It's still in it's still in the Marla Barony, but it's outside of the town of Marla. And one of them is inside of the town of Marla. You I'm gonna say that you managed to get out of the guild, so you so you just so you're just like barely outside of the guild. Probably discussing what to do. Mm? When an elf approaches you uh, wearing a black shield's tabard and he starts talking uh, he starts talking to you all and starts saying how he heard what happened in there he knows that you managed to get some quests and he also also notices that he thinks he has a way of getting some information about the two people and he's wondering if Lucius could uh, come with him and help him Lucius obviously immediately says, absolutely, I'll, I'll come and help. He seems very motivated in what this elf is saying. Lucius turns to you and says, um, I'll see you later. Uh, I'll see you later when you decide to go to the, to the girl outside of town because it's such a long walk there. Okay. All right. And Lucius and this elf walks off, talking very ferociously to each other about um, where and how to find the information. And then they walk out of view. Uh, didn't it seem like they knew each other more than like 
like they just met? Or um, is that just me? Hmm. Yeah? Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. I'm unsure. But, um, yeah, so he's gone. Um, aren't we supposed to be looking for some missing kids or something? Is Mimo with us? No. We're doing it together. Mimo uh, went back to talk to Tina, and he'll be, and you think he'll be back shortly, but uh, he's talking to her. Okay, so remind me again, because it's been like a month and a half. <laughs> yeah. We decided to go to the one outside of town? Um, no. Or was um, it the one in town? I don't think we decided on any no, of them. You didn't decide. Um, you have two different quests. One that is for the girl outside of town, and one that is for the boy inside of town. Um, Lucius said that he'll meet up with you later when you decide to go to the girl outside of town, because the girl outside of town is a day's walk from town. Like, it's really far to her village from, uh, from, from town. The boy's quest is just a few blocks up north. Like, it's pretty close. I mean, we could we could start with the boys' quest, and then whenever we feel like we've wrapped that up, go since it's a since it's a a bit away anyway. I suppose it's the most logical way of doing yeah. things. All right. Um, can we see or can we find any like uh, like the poster or like uh, from from the the quest with the with the boy? Uh, you have it in your hands. You have it in your hands. Okay, yes. so what does it say? Bring up him. Uh, Hansel of Victory. Hansel of Victory uh, disappeared in Marla. Uh, he seems to have disappeared uh, about our. He disappeared just a few days ago. He disappeared. And uh, it says that he disappeared uh, from, uh, from the house. Uh, in the morning, he was just gone, and they've looked everywhere and have uh, uh, decided to go to the Black Shields. Uh, how long ago did he disappear? He disappeared five days ago. All right. I mean, uh, since we're here, since we can start with this one, I mean, he, Lucius obviously is not going to help us. So, um, how are you feeling? You want to start with this one? Yeah, I suppose it's the best Might. course of action right now. Might as well. Yeah. Um, let's start with this one. My nose is pretty sharp, and I can smell that this is money. I think. Maybe. Um, can we see um, any official, like... Um, uh, black, like high-ranking Black Shield member around. You are still kind of like you are. You're you're like halfway in Black Shields and halfway outside, and there are definitely mm -hmm. a few high-ranking Black Shields inside of the Black Shields. Um, I'm just gonna with with the um, with the quest in hand. I'm just gonna go up to the first person I think, and I can roll if you want to just randomly to see which one I pick. Um, because Burin is just going to grab the first person he sees. And I'm going to go up to see who it is. 
The first person he thinks that he's that he thinks is high ranking, or the first person he sees. The first person he sees that he thinks is high ranking. Cool. Uh, roll me a d6, and if you roll one, two, three, or four, five, six, it's gonna make a difference. Four. It's a four. Cool. You grab one that has a black shield tabard with one sword going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to be a female uh, female elf. Seems to be of high elven descent. As you stop them, and uh, what? What? Oh, hi. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm, I still have food in my mouth. Um, my bad. Um, I'm quite new here, even though I am an orange or some kind of shield. But um, see, this quest on on the quest board. Uh, where would you suggest that? Um, I know where to start, but how to go about it? Do you have any tips or tricks or anything on how to to get this off the ground? I'm just an initiate trying to learn. Roll me persuasion. Ah, oh, shit. Charisma. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I still have food in my mouth and she can't hear a word I'm saying. You rolled a negative two. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen negative one before, but I've never seen a negative two roll. Okay, so so I have uh, what is that? I have a negative negative two to um, yeah, that's a, it's a natural one. It's a natural one <laughs> with negative three charisma. That is fucking fantastic. Yeah, you ask this, she looks at you with a disgust that you rarely see in people. She. Gives a glance at the quest that you are holding up, and she simply simply tells you like maybe you should check the castle. And then, Thank you, my lady. I say as I continue to spit out food, like you can see, like <laughs> a, it's more and more disgust. Just like like her face is like grimaces as she looks at it. Like Ugh. I'm gonna give her a solid thumbs up, and I'm gonna leave. <laughs> She's then gonna go back to her table and sit down, and the other party members of her seems to like hold her and be like, "It's fine, it's fine. he's gone, it's fine." <laughs> that did that went well, didn't you think, Perrin? Yeah, yeah. She seems like a nice lady, and I'm just as I'm coming back to the table, finally like chewing out the last of it and swallowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She seemed nice, so I think we should start at the castle. You, you can see how I'm looking at you with a little bit of, um, not disgust, but like in disbelief, maybe. Oh, it's fine. I know what I'm doing. You see, I have a really good nose for these kind of things. I know who to talk to. Yeah, sure, I don't know how to talk to sure. them, but I'm sorry. What? Sure, Berrin. Yeah. All right. Um, Knocker, do you have anything you need to to be done before we start this? Uh, no. Okay. Where's Pink? Go? All right. Sorry. All right. Let's uh, let's head off. I guess we we go to the castle. I guess. <laughs> At least you walk outside and start walking north, and start thinking where to go from here.
you get outside and you start walking northward. You walk for a few minutes. First, first you have to walk slightly eastward and northward, and you get pretty close to the central market. When you do get to the central market, you realize that there's a bit of a um, commotion going on. There seems to be a gathering, gathering around uh, in the market, especially around the uh, the stage at the market. Has been gathering. And you see someone stand up on that stage, take out a paper, and start speaking. It seems to be a city crier. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. That's exactly how I was going to start. <laughs> uh, he screams out, Hey, ye, hey, ye. We have found proof that Sacraline spies have infiltrated the city. But fret not, as the White Dragon Order is on the job. They will work restlessly until the vile scum has been caught and put before justice. Please give them your full cooperation. Then closes the paper and starts walk down again. A lot of murmuring and wondering just goes on around the market square immediately as people start to whisper and murmur and wonder what is going on, why... Well, but he say that and just starts going rumors back and forth. You also notice that there's a few uh, guards also getting a bit worried talking to each other. But you also see a few white dragon soldiers spread out here as well, just looking at the scene. Uh, and after we said this thing, it seems to walk away. Um, as we're walking, I'm going to, or as we're walk, uh, walking past and hearing this, I'm going to give uh, a Kai... Uh, like an elbow, but, well, it's an elbow to like the the side of her leg because I'm so short. But still, um, hey, you think they're talking about Lucy? Well, I had a bit of a trouble to hear what they said, but oh, I'm sorry, it's the chickens. They they make a lot of sound. Um, do you think they're talking about Lucius? He seems spyish, doesn't he? I mean, by that accord, then maybe I am too, since I'm not from here, you know. Oh shit. You are. Are you a spy? Yes. In fact, I am. Huh, I didn't know. What do you? What do spies do? The, I don't. Oh, know. What What do you do as a spy, rather? Just um, check what the name of the boy we're looking for to begin with. Yes, the name is Hansel. Oh yeah, yeah. Hansel no, of Vittorich. No, so Yes. Hansel uh, Mitterich. Uh, Vittori. E-I-T-T-O-R-O-R-Y. It's like victory, okay. but take away the C and, and place it to a, to a T. Victory. Okay, so while they have a spy talk, <laughs> I'm going to lead the way and try to find this the residence of these victory. It actually says where, uh, where the house is, and it uh, actually says, uh, uh, please come as fast as possible. So you immediately knows where the house is because it says on the paper. Is it the castle? Uh, no, <laughs> absolutely is not. It is. Um, it is in the northern district and it is on the palace street, but it isn't actually right next to the palace or in the palace. Definitely not. While walking northward, uh, you are actually going to see. Uh, Kaylee 
walking together with the man with the silver embroidered helmet, which I believe all of you by now knows is Jurgen. And they seems to be having quite a serious conversation while they are also walking northward, but not very fast, and talking back and forth. Those seems to be talking a bit hushed down to make sure that no one around really hears them that, uh, that well. Um, you know that if you would walk a bit closer, you, would, uh, you might be able to hear what they're saying. Mm. Yeah, my perception is ass, so I'm, I'm probably going to fail even if I try. You can try either a sneak roll or a perception roll. Can I, can I assist uh, Kai with her roll? Uh, absolutely. I can do it. I believe you can more help in the sneak roll in that case, but I don't think you can help in the perception roll. Uh, do I have to do both? No, you you choose either a perception or a sneak. You choose yourself. Okay, I'll float a little bit closer as I'm. A... Yeah, I'm gonna do that and then uh, roll my perception. Sure. Then in that case, in that case, uh, booting cannot help. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because if it's a perception roll... I don't need a filthy dwarf self. <laughs> you do not need the help. <laughs> <laughs> you walk a bit closer, and you uh, try to hear a bit what they're saying. Kaylee starts with, Do you think it's one of them? If it really is one of them, as you think, then this is a really weird way they are doing it. It should be way more chaos. Did Burin say anything else about this creature? No, not really. But it seems he knew more, but decided not to tell me. Then go talk to him again. We need to know all there is to know about this being. But, but Jurgen, the, the curse. If you drag him into it, he might... I know the risks. Try your best to keep him away from going so far. But if it happens... Then I hope Rileia will protect his soul. Yes, sir. Understood. A guard comes up while they're talking and runs up and says, Sorry to interrupt, but uh, do you think the Wyvern attack had something to do with the Sacralian spies? Uh, there is a big chance. Yes. Why do you ask? Well, there was this Walter Blue girl that came through the Western Gate the other day, and she was carrying a big green egg. That most likely was a wyvern egg. Wait, a Walter Blue girl? Was she wearing a Black Shield's tabard? I'm not sure. You will have to ask Mark and George for that. Jurgen and Kale glance at, uh, glances at each other for a moment. Uh, thank you for bringing this to our attention. Send out investigators to find out who this Walter girl might be. We have questions for her. Yes, sir, as the guard gives a salute and starts walking away. Wait, so these guys were walking along the street and there's a and I'm following them? Yeah, you're kind of following them. Uh, they still haven't noticed you as they uh, uh, as a pretty busy street. And they are and they're right now not facing you whatsoever. They're looking forward. And so they haven't noticed you yet. Right. Well, uh, so I will shuffle towards my companions. Um, stealthily, yes, to not rise any suspicion, maybe. Um, 
I'll tell them about most of it. I will leave out the uh, whole me being suspected for whatever reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as you do, as you do. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems like Rodin, your name was, was mentioned about something about a curse. And I didn't really understand fully. Yeah, I don't understand fully either. Um, I am cursed, but this sounds different. Different cursed. Um, they're, I think, I think they're talking about, um, I, uh, there was an entity, well, there is an entity that I'm kind of trying to find, um, but I don't know the extent of it. I've just heard rumors of it or seen the destruction it can cause. Uh, I don't even know what it is. That's all I know, really. But this curse business... Eh? Hmm. It'll probably be fine. I see. What kind of creature are you talking about? The, the murdery kind of type? Homicidal? Giggling? To be honest, that's the most terrifying part. Everywhere I go, every person I've talked to, they seem to have been affected by this, like, maniacal laughter. Um, drove most of them insane. But, um, yeah. It's some kind of monster, I think, but I'm not sure. My nose, I, I know what it smells like, so I'll remember it, but, uh, it's, um, it's pretty, pretty gnarly. So probably we shouldn't talk about this too loud, because people don't seem to like it. Hmm, fair enough. We're going to a house, weren't we? All right. You, you know where it is? Yes. I think it's just on the... No, wait. I'm going to look at the... No, no, wait. I can... Uh, I think Knacker is holding the... Yeah. The, the, the thing. Oh, yeah. You have the thing. What does it say? It's over there. And oh. he points. All right. Let's just head, head to where we're going, I guess. Yeah. Or where Knacker points. <laughs> you walk... You start walking further up north. And you walk and walk and walk until you manage to get into an area that is way more nicer than the other areas. While we walk, can I roll a perception to see uh, if I'm being followed? Sure, roll me. Hit me. 26. It's a natural nineteen. Since you rose that high, um, I'd say you realize pretty soon as you see guards, you flinch a little bit. You see another guard, you flinch a little bit. But you start realizing that obviously the news have not spread to the guards yet. Like there's no cell phones in this time. Um, they don't know 
who to look for yet or what to do yet. It hasn't spread around yet. So you're still safe for a while more. Like, no one knows about this yet. If we see posters, then we begin to worry. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, Burin and Ekor, you can both see that I've started, uh, that Kai started to act maybe a bit uh, differently. It depends on how well you pay attention, but uh, looking over the shoulder a bit more often than maybe normal. Yes. Uh, Ekor goes up to her and she puts a reassuring hand at, the, at her back because I'm not sure he reaches the shoulder. <laughs> Don't worry. It is alright to be scared of clowns. Yeah. Yes. Clowns. <laughs> it's true. They are pretty terrifying. He's right. Um, are we uh, at the... Um... Yes, you walk a while longer, and you're gonna reach the northern part. It's much nicer here. You are actually gonna walk so close that you're gonna see the palace more properly from where you are. You can see the palace gate. You can see the palace... Uh, the palace fence that goes around the front, and you also see the palace guards, which seems to be nor seems to be guards wearing more heavier armor with some silver embroidered, uh, silver embroidered things on uh, on their armor. Do we recognize any crest or any emblem? Uh, you definitely recognize the crest of Marla on them. Ah, that is that is the crest that you immediately recognize on those palace guards. All of them is having the crest of Marla, which okay. means that those are definitely guards of the Marla uh, Baron. You walk a bit more uh, away from the palace. You can now walk so far that it's going to be a bit hard to see the base of it, but you can still see the towers of the palace. When you reach to a place that uh, Nekor is going to stop and know that here it is, as you point to a semi-big house. Standing on this street. Are there any guards, a gate, or no. is it just a normal house? Um, from what you know that Lucius rolled last time, this is a, a low-born noble house, meaning that they probably, like, they mostly just have the title. They're not actually, like, rich with a mansion and stuff. It's more... It's a normal house, a normal door and everything. Hmm. How exciting. Let's go up and knock on the door, shall we? Yeah. No time to waste. I'll go up there and knock on the door. You walk up, you knock on the door, and I would like everyone to roll my perception check. Hmm, I'm not rolling well today. Eleven. Six. I can't see if I rolled or not. There it comes. Seven you rolled. Oh, good. If it matters, I have a passive perception of 17. That's going to matter a lot. Thank you, Kai. Um, that's going to matter a lot in this case. Um, I have a passive investigation of 16 also, if that oh. matters. Oh, all right. I have a passive insight <clears throat> of 15, guys. <laughs> all right. And I have a passive was... investigation of nine. <laughs> <laughs> What's your passive uh, perception, Nekor? 13. 13. Cool. 
The first thing that anyone is going to notice is Kai. Kai is the first one that notices anything. Kai, you can hear uh, sniffling coming from inside. Like someone is crying on the inside, not that far from the door. Someone is crying. It sounds... The crying, you can't quite make out how the crying sounds like. It just sounds like crying. Someone is crying. Burin, with that high investigation, you're looking at Kai and probably wondering why she seems to be so listening to something when you... You feel a smell. You smell blood. The scent of blood is coming strongly from inside. I'm gonna grab. Uh, I'm gonna grab um, the arm of Kai. I'm just gonna look at her intensely. Like, be careful. Wait. I'm not sure if she will catch on, but I'm just gonna look at her. Like something is wrong. So I, I feel your touch, and I'm looking at you, and you, you're kind of shaking your head while staring and like looking at me in- uh, intensely. Like, no, mm-hmm. something's wrong, kind of. Um, I will uh, try and stealthily check if the doorknob is locked or not. Uh, you touch the doorknob, and it is definitely locked. Okay. Uh, can I look around myself? Uh, around? Is there any um, way for... Is there any cracks in the wall? Is there a space underneath the door? Is there anything small enough for a rodent to walk into the building? Oh, smart. Um, roll me a perception check. No, investigation check. Sorry, investigation check. Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) From a 21 to a 2, solid. (laughs) Sorry that I fooled you with the perception. Um, Mm. You look around. There seems to be no... I'm going to also play on a 22 as well, but it seems to be no place on the door you can get in, but you can see something at the base of the house. There seems to be uh, cat holes for a cat to get underneath the house. All right. Um, is there any, like, windows or... Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna give us, like, uh, give a hand signal to, um, to Nurkur, uh, to just, like, shh, uh, to be quiet and to, um, to crouch down and just follow me to, to one of the windows. Record hasn't said anything since we arrived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, but I'm just giving you like the the, the motion, the notion. Yeah, yeah Nico, be quiet. Jesus, you make so much noise. God damn, God damn it! You, you <laughs> suck. <laughs> damn it, Nico. Ah. God damn it, Nico. <laughs> um, well, uh, oh, yeah. Roll me I'm gonna stealth. Yeah. Let's see now. Natural 15 plus 3. And a 6. From Nekor. I said... (laughs) (laughs) What did you say, (laughs) Buri? 
You walk up to the window as Nekor does make a lot of noise. And Burin, you're though quite smoothly get up to the window. Nekor also gets up there. As you get to the window and you look inside, a bit horrific scene hits you that is a bit hard to comprehend at first. At first, you see a man standing to the right inside of the room. He seems to be the one that is crying. He is holding a crossbow that seems to... that a crossbow that he has just newly armed. And you can see him crying and crying as he looks forward. And as you follow his gaze, you can see that on the wall is a very neatly dressed woman dressed beautifully in a green kind of glittering dress. She has a crossbow bolt straight through her torso and uh, and has impaled her to the wall. It's her blood that you can smell from inside. And obviously she has been shot quite recently. Nekor at that moment seems to make a sound as you roll a six. And the man looks at you both in the window. The man, no, no. You can hear him talking a bit muffled from the window. No, no, I... He, he looks around himself in, in, in obviously in kind of shock and he starts turning the crossbow against himself. Okay, I'm just gonna jump through the window and stop him. Sure. I'm gonna, as, as he's doing that, I'm gonna cast, uh, let's see, what is it? Uh, Blood Curse of Binding. Uh, sh- sure, either uh, first Burin, roll me an acrobatics or athletics. No, sorry, not Nekor. Athletics. Yes. Uh, yes, you definitely do jump through the window. Uh, you jump through the window and you land in glass shards. And you're going to take one damage of piercing damage. As you land in the glass shards, you are, though, not able to get up quite fast, quite very fast. Burin, what were you doing? You were throwing... Uh, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna cast... Uh, let's see. Me, 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 me. Uh, I'm going to cast um, a blood maledict. Um, it's the blood curse of binding. So basically, Nerkor just... Leaps through window with a no, <laughs> and then lands on the glass like. <laughs> Ow! Ow! <laughs> yes, says. Oh no! All right, um, I'm gonna cast uh, Blood Curse of Binding. So, um, as a bonus action, I can attempt to bind the larger or smaller creature I can see within 30 feet. Yeah. And it must uh, succeed on a strength saving throw uh, or be. Um, has its speed reduced to zero? The, the thing is, I don't know if this. This doesn't. I'm not sure if this paralyzes him or not. The binding thing, or if it's just his movement. Um, it basically it, it can't. It says his movement. It's only his movement. Yes. Mm. It's definitely. It might shock him, of course, to get that. Explain to me what happens when you do this. So 
what I'm gonna do is that I am going to take out my like my dagger as I see this happening. I'm gonna draw blood from my hand, and I am going to slap my hand on uh, the tattoo that I have on my on my wrist. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I do, I point my hand uh, to this man, and I am going to invoke uh, the blood curse of binding on him. Like through this uh, blood magic. Yes. You throw the blood and it kind of makes it like a magical sphere or something that hits him and like... And like, I'm guessing... I'm guessing puts him back down into... Like it like chains him? No, I'm more like it's like it it affects him like internally, like okay. um, so you can see like a sign. I remember you saw like say like so like a sign comes up on his uh, chest. Yes, yes. Essentially, yes. I'm burning like a magical uh, arcane brand into him, and it's Does like it take binding damage. Him. Uh, makes takes he takes no damage. Yeah, uh, he, he just right? has to make a strength saving throw. Sure, against uh, DC twelve. DC twelve. Uh, he wrote a five, so... No. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely... And he seems to be a bit shocked as you do, so he's like... Oh, what? He looks down on, on, on the sign on his chest, which makes him even more scared now, but it did make him shocked long enough to you to be able to do one more action. As he now once again starts moving the crossbow against him, but he got a bit shocked from, from that happening. I so at least if I can give Nurker a chance to stop him, that's yes. Uh, Kai, anything you do out there? Uh, well, I'm like, as the glass shattered, I'm imagining some, like, I kind of react to it. Yep. You hear a glass shatter and no! (laughs) 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 I would like to become a cat. Uh, sure. So I'll I'll Uh, be a cat, and uh, if you allow... I would like to use my my newfound agility and and uh, uh, acrobatic skills as a kitty cat to jump up on the window. Roll so. acrobatics. Come on, don't fail me now, man. Don't fail me now. That is a twenty. Nice, Nine, Good. seventeen. Yeah. So you throw yourself from the door. You throw yourself to the window. Managed to push yourself from the side of the window and in next to Nekor. As you both are inside, you both have uh, an action to do from here. We're going to start with Nekor. What would you like uh, to do? Yeah, I'm going actually to try and restrain him. Sure. You stand up, rush over, try to restrain him. Absolutely. Uh... Roll me an opposed athletics check. Alright. Close, but no dice. He rolled an 11. Okay. He is still... He manages to barely manage to get... Actually, he can't move. Nope. So I'm gonna give him disadvantage, actually. I'm gonna roll one more time. And, of course, roll a 20. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, he can't, He still can't move. Yeah, yeah, he still has an 11. He can't move from where he is, but he can still move his arms and try to shoot himself. Uh, oh, it. So, uh, we're going to the last move. Kai. I'm going to shout as this is going on. Stop him. 
Can you describe the crossbow weapon that he's wielding? Does it contain any uh, metal, per se, in the handle? Yeah, it definitely is a... Um... Alright, let me see here. This is I a see what very, you're doing. very oh, well-made no. crossbow. It's a heavy crossbow. It's a very well-made, and it does have several metal parts, including in the place where you hold, and, uh, and especially the trigger. I would like to use heat battle on the crossbow. Sure. Noise. Uh, how do you like? Explain to me what you do. You 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 move your paw. Um, he can't do that as he's a cat. Sure. Uh, you you return so you need to, to stop a, being a cat. You return to a human standing in all form, and you move your hand. I hiss, and it hiss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I didn't. I didn't realize I couldn't do that as a cat or as a transformed. I will completely um, allow you to turn back into a into a um, into a water ganasi and do that. It should be a bonus action just to revert. Yeah, I think. yeah it is. Uh, so yeah, I, I will do it then. I come out of my transformation and be uh, lo and behold, he doesn't give a shit about a cat becoming a strange creature and then uh, I'm going to cast uh, heat metal on the crossbow Voom! Uh, everyone can see how the crossbow you can see it starts to like get warmer and warmer you can see his finger which is the part that is t- uh, that's briefly touching metal starts to like sizzle a little bit it screams out in pain you can see the crossbow bolt head also starts to like sizzle and look way more deadly than before. Um, uh, But you also... And you see that he seems to not care, and he pulls the trigger. Something that I didn't expect, though, was that the trigger was made out of metal. So the the part that was laying against the string was metal. It heats up. uh, It's up. uh, It's up. You can see the string. Just goes off and it starts to catch flame and he pulls oh. and nothing happens no no he pulls several times you can see his finger sizzling before he ah. before his science is too much pain and throws the crossbow to the floor no Not good. no oh, oh, yeah. oh. i'm still gonna hold my hand in like a grip as if i'm if i'm like force holding him yeah. Uh, but I'm stay, standing outside the window still. Absolutely. Not good. Deal with him. And uh, I'll rush towards the woman if I saw her. Sure. She, you can definitely see her from here. Absolutely. From here you can definitely uh, see her hanging on that kind of hanging on the wall. Yeah, so I shy away a little bit like, oh shit. Uh, yeah. But never mind. Never, nevertheless, I want to go up there and see if She's still alive. I want to listen for breathing. Roll on or, medicine or check. Like, yeah. Medicine? Yes. Definitely medicine check. This is what the teenagers do these days. They hang. <laughs> uh, 18 for 23. Ah, she is very dead. She is definitely dead. You start going through her body. And this, uh, the crossbow bolt have definitely severed her uh have definitely severed her aorta and she has bled out for a very 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 hasty pace she has bled out completely and she is dead 
I'm gonna maintain the grip. Um, this lasts. This lasts. Let's see how long this lasts. Um, a while. Mm -hmm. uh, until I. Let's see. That's for a round, it says. Well, he can make a new check every round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A new check every round. Yeah. But, and it lasts for 10 minutes or so? Um, no, it just says for a round. Unless I am amplify it lasts for a minute. Oh, right. You didn't, you didn't amplify it. Sure. No, I didn't amplify uh, yeah, it. Yeah, that's for a round. He's still holding until now as the uh, as the magic kind of breaks. And yeah. Um, yeah. He can, can simply move again. Can I try and restrain him again? Absolutely. He seems to have lost his will and you can quite easily... Uh, he's not going to try anything, so as long as you don't roll a nat one, you're gonna easily restrain him. On a bet. No, I rolled a five. You grab him, you restrain him, he easily complies, he gets to the ground, and he starts to sob greatly, and I didn't, she didn't give me a choice, I could I, I had to. I had to. Um... Yeah, this was mostly so that he would like dive, for, make a dive for yeah, the yeah. glass and try and Absolutely. slit his wrist or something. Absolutely, you can easily restrain him. He sits down on the floor, hmm. as he's gonna do it anyway, and uh, you can even let him go as you realize that he's he's sitting there and he puts his he put his face in his hands and he starts to sob. So, uh, Burin, you go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm just gonna. <sighs> I'm gonna take like a big whiff inside the room hmm? and just use my hunter's bane to see if I can ascertain any inf if there's any like weird magics at play here. If there's any fey fiend or undead, um, if there's anything that gives me uh, a hint on if th those forces were at bay here. Sure. Before you do that, can I just ask a quest a quick question? Uh, outside, is, is it still a bustling street of people outside? Uh, you in the northern part, it's way less people now. Uh, but in the northern part, it's more nicer. You can definitely hear a few people walks by now. That obviously seems to look at the crashed window and someone standing there. And it seems to hurriedly go away from the place. But, and but there's no patrolling guards or anything? No. Like, but, catch any attention? Uh, Burin, roll me a perception roll. You're the one who's outside, still. Uh, can I use investigation instead, or do you want perception? Uh, first, we were perception rolled on the people outside. Ah, okay. Um, 13. Cool. You can definitely hear them. Quick, quick, go, go. Let's tell the gods. Let's tell the gods. And they uh, kind of rush off a bit quickly away from what they think looks like a robbery. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to uh, as I as I hear this, like yeah, it is probably. Uh, I'm not sure if we should stay or not, but uh, guards are coming. Now, Burin, roll me an investigation. Do I have? Do I ha do I know if there's any? Because if if there's um, if there's fey fiend or undead involved, hmm? I have advantage on the roll, and cool. I'm not sure if there is. Uh, no, you're not gonna have a, you're not gonna have advantage for this one. But I'm going okay, to remember okay. what you rolled there. All right. And you check around and you feel nothing. There is nothing you feel. And yeah. All right. All right. 
Do you get inside? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You climb inside. Um, you know, you don't have to roll for this because it's no danger. Oh, I'm just going to use the... The door was locked, right? Yeah. Like, someone can oh, yeah, obviously yeah. unlock the door from that side and let you in. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm going to stay outside the window. I'm like, yeah, can you... um, uh, The door? So, I, I don't like glass shards. Right, uh, before you do that, can I just uh, do a quick look as I heard this man say that he had no choice. Is there any weapons nearby on the floor or in her hands? Um, nope. Okay, I open the door for him. Sure. You open the door and Burin gets inside. Why, oh, thank you, thank you. Mm, I, I think you, you mentioned guards, didn't you? I think it's a good good call to actually call them. Yeah. I think it's just, should... just might look weird. You know, like, we did this, or somehow we're involved. I'm just keeping an eye out. Sure. Could look bad. The man is still on the floor sobbing. I think we yeah, should just um, be honest. I think uh, I should go get a guard, shouldn't I? Maybe? I, don't know. I think they're coming already. I heard people talking outside. Okay, I'll, I'll stay here then. Uh, would be better yeah. if someone greets them than they... Yeah, you, you probably... Your people skills are a lot better than uh, mine. Uh, uh, sure. I'm just gonna look at this body for a bit. I know how that sounds, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just gonna be here looking at corpses for a while. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. So, Nurgle is staying by the man? Yep. And, well, um, I'm kind of imagining that he at first tries to, like, call me down and assurance, oh, it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> but uh, when he, he himself gets so depressed, it's okay, it's okay. You need to stay strong. <laughs> he starts to cry as well. Everyone's crying. All right, we have the depression duo on the floor. Yep. And yeah. Kai, did you go out? I'm on the stair, like up to the door, just waiting for guards. Cool. I want everyone to roll me a perception check. Burin, you have advantage. Yeah, uh, Nerko is too depressed and like... <laughs> crying in each other's arms. Yeah. Um, Alright, so as we're... Uh, as this is going on, uh, I'd like to... I'd like to look at her, her look at the, the, the body stuck to the wall just to to see if I can find something more. What did you roll on your perception check? Uh, I think I rolled a, a nine. A nine, and you rolled with advantage. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you rolled a, in total a nine. Mm-hmm. Cool. Kai? You want me to roll? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> 17, friend. Cool. Burin? Yep. You're standing there working with the body. You're a bit too obsessed to actually notice anything. Um, uh, Nekor is sitting on the floor crying with this man. And just no one is really noticing. Kai is the one who turns around. Who hears a weird sound. It's like a... Like a slucking sound. That is like 
really, really weird sounding. You're the one who notices it. You look over towards Burin, who is right now handling the body. And you can see how the body has started to move upwards. Oh, no. And it's looking down to Burin. As Burin is standing there looking at the floor, the blood suddenly shines up with that hunter's mark thing that you're so used to seeing. Oh, crap. And you realize, uh-oh. Oh, shit. And you feel the scent of... Do you know which ki- which type it is with that? Uh, yeah, I can I can ascertain if it's uh, of a fae, a fiend or undead origin. Cool. You can feel the scent of undead, and you can see the fiendish on the blood. You feel two. Fuck! Alright, two things at the same time. As you obviously get a bit scared, you are on your way up, as Kai can see this body slam with Bose's fists straight into Burin. And Do I get a reaction or anything? No, since you failed uh, this, shit. you can't. You can't dodge. And this thing is going to smack down on you. So all right. I am sorry, but you're going it's to take right, that. It's all right, it's all right. And Do I get some kind of reaction to this or not? Uh, absolutely get a reaction. After this thing slams him. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Uh... First, it slams into your body, and you take 10 damage. You slam down to the floor. All right. It makes a multi-attack and slams again. And you take another 8 damage. In total, 18 damage as this thing slams you into the ground with its both face. Just... Ah, crap. That thing right. is way stronger than it looks. Like, this looks like a frail woman who just who were just shot with a fucking crossbow, and it just slammed you to the ground with such a force. All right. Um... Kai, since you rolled so good, you get an action now before anything else. Crap. All right. Crap, 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 crap. Well, I'm down to 30, so I'm fine, but still... Um, well, seeing that, and, and this thing is just turned against us. Yes. It suddenly woke alive. Like, it like it was dead. It was definitely dead. And now it's moving. I'm going to... Fuck me. Throw an ice knife at her. Gotta do it. Throwing a knife? Do it. I mean, I gotta... I, I don't have anything else... Uh, cool to do, so I'm going to attack it. I have to. Sure. Oh, damn, son. Oh, that's a hit. It's <laughs> definitely a hit. That's a 14 for a 21. 21. It's a hit. Two damage. Two damage. Uh, that's... What kind of damage is that? Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize, but now it's done. Uh, not only that, you create a shard of ice and fling it at one creature within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. On hit, the target takes 1d10 piercing damage. Hit or miss. The shard then explodes. 
the target and each creature within five feet of God the target succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take two d6 cold damage. <laughs> yep. All right. Takes... Yeah. So that is a perfect time, like panic throw. Like fuck. <laughs> it takes two damage from there. You throw it. It fucking explodes, and uh, she is gonna fail because she's still attached to the wall with this crossbow bolt. She's gonna fail immediately. But, um, <laughs> Burin, make me a de a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage because you're laying down. Uh, yeah, that's a three, so probably... No, that's a six, never mind, but it's still. Uh, I'll do like, it one more time. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if you roll a nat, nat one. Well, fucking no. fuck. Uh, no, you definitely get hit. And you also take the 2d6 cold damage. Roll it! Seven damage. God damn it. Seven damage. Ah, buddy, watch out! You can feel cold goes over. You take seven more damage. Yeah, so I'm not fine anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, roll initiative. Crap, I'm I'm half I'm half health. Uh, ass. What's your modifier? Uh, plus one. Okay, I I get to go before him. Yeah, I'm, I got rolled a seven. Yeah, I rolled I... a seven too. Oh, okay. I rolled a five. Yay! Um, yeah, we're just like gobsmacked that this happened. So I guess yep. we're slow to react. Everyone is slow to react. Sure, the, it's de definitely the person who acts first. She rolled higher. And Crap. She is going to just plop herself off from the uh, crossbow load. You can hear... <sighs> <coughs> you can see blood coming from her mouth as she looks down in complete, utter, crazy look and just starts smacking down on Burin again. This time, God though, she's going to like make normal rolls, but she does have advantage since you're laying down. I'm, I'm laying down? She smacked you to the ground. When you were trying to get up, she smacked you to the ground last time. Ah, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. And... Uh, she has advantage. That's a 25 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That's a hit. And a 16 to hit. Yeah, that hits too. Both hits. Cool. First roll is 11 damage. Second roll is 10 damage. Uh, so a total of... 21. Alright. Cool. After that, uh, she is simply going to like wobble forward... After she smacked you, wobble forward. You can see her just wobbling forward towards Nekor and the man. And she just screams out in a crazy scream. And next up is Kai. Right, so I have a mechanical question here. I mean, the, the, I think I know the answer already, but I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. So, uh, if I create water yep. and then use shape water to force it into someone's body, can I then freeze it? Um, no. Oh, this is this is a technical okay, classic. Okay, so you want so to it, use shape water to force into someone's body. Yeah. And how will you then freeze it? Well, I have the shape water. I can freeze water. Um, so, so it doesn't the technically water have to be out in the open. Yeah, technically, it says um, it doesn't really say I can force it any direction I want. Okay, I, I'll tell you this. I'll allow you to be able to force it into someone, but you won't be able to freeze it from there because you no longer can see it. So you no longer be able to affect it. 
but you can definitely force water into someone. Hmm. Um, All right. That makes it interesting either way, but it's not what I want to do because yeah. I want because the, just out of technical terms, it says that you freeze the water provided that there are no creatures in it. But if the water's in someone, then there's nothing in the water. You know? Well, I'm no, play, there's I'm definitely playing, blood in the water. Here. There's definitely someone in the water. That is no, not technicality. There's water definitely, in someone. someone is in the water. If you force water into someone, then someone is in the water. It's because in D and D you talk squares, and someone is someone is in the same square as the water. All right, you I'm sorry. I'm it. thinking 3D, bro. <laughs> yes. All right. So. Well, either way, that if I can force water into some, someone, that makes it interesting in the future. If you absolutely. allow it, I will uh, allow that. Uh, absolutely. Like it, you won't really be able to make a proper damage, but it's gonna be like you're gonna make uh, something interesting at least. I mean, shopping. At least they're gonna be well damage. hydrated. Shoving gallons of water into someone's lungs is Yeah, yeah, but you can't them. shove, like, you can't just specifically be like, I'm gonna shove it down his, down his lungs. He's gonna close his throat, man. Like, you can't, like, you, you can't with such extreme force shove it, shove it down. This is a, this is a classic, classic DM conundrum. Yes. Um, can I be honest here and just mention that if we stop, like, force feeding people water, I'm out. <laughs> um, so that was that question. Either way, it's my turn, I suppose. I mean, I'm um, I'm on a solid two HP. I could use some help because if she smacks me again, I'm dead. Uh, dead, dead. All right, then I'll give you some healing. <laughs> Fucking fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she took uh, that. She she hit me from 30, 48 uh, HP to two HP in like. So, well, you helped as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, right? You helped uh, with that as you well. You can add yourself sixteen <laughs> HP. Oh damn! I oh, go up to cool. you and I touch you and uh, uh, healing. Cool. Race. To walk up to him, you have to walk past her, which is gonna give her an attack of opportunity. Why? I mean, I'm entering her threatened square. Yeah. And walking past it, because she already walked past Ludin. Can oh. can uh, can she like uh, can she uh, since since we don't have like a visual representation? Sure. Can she try to dodge around her so she doesn't leave her space? Sure. Um, roll me a acrobatics. Acrobatics. Thank you. Yeah, that's probably the best. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. You can stay within a threatening square and still touch. Uh, and still touch. Uh, Burin. Very nice. You heal. Very nice. All right. Very nice. Well, I'm up from 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 uh, from two to eighteen, so that helps. All right. Uh, is that your turn? All right. Um, weak as I am, I'll draw my short sword. Sure. <laughs> and Burin, it's your turn. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, what the heck do I do? Um, movement to stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half my movement to stand up. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to activate my, my Crimson Rite. Uh, right of the Dawn. So as I draw my uh, as I draw my, my, my longsword, it's going to erupt in like this yellowish radiant flame. Yep. 
uh, and it gives me it sheds a bright light out to uh, 20 feet so I'm going to light up this entire entire room if it wasn't already yep uh, I now have resistance to necrotic damage and I deal another additional 1d4 uh, raid points of radiant damage to uh, or just points of damage uh, to undead creatures mmm so as if I were to hit her with the radiant feature, I would hit her hit her for uh, my normal damage plus two d four. Sure, sure thing. All right, you can easily walk up to her. And uh, yeah, that's that's the thing though. Yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna walk to up to her uh, and I'm gonna take uh, take a swing. Sure. Uh, let's see, longsword, and this is one handed. Yes. That is 21. Smack. All right, let's see here. Uh, First we do... Oh, thank lord. Uh, Six plus six, 12 points of slashing damage. Cool. You can see she doesn't um, seem to quite care about the slashing damage. It definitely uh, hurts her, but it seems to not hurt her as much as you thought it would. And then I'm going to... Uh, roll 2d4. Yep. And that is another six points, and this is radiant damage. Yeah, you can see how first the slash seems, she seems to give no care about that whatsoever. She's still focused on the man crying in the corner who is now looking terrified. First you slash, he, does, he doesn't give a fuck. Then the radiant damage comes, she screeches out in pain, and she's gonna turn around again. <laughs> Her I focus have check. just changed to Burin, 100%. Ah. Mistake! <laughs> and that was your turn? Is she in my space? Uh, well, she's definitely right next to you. Dicks. Yeah. Uh, Neko. Yeah, yes. that's my turn. Yeah, uh, let's see now. Uh, Neko would like to let go temporarily of the crying man, draw his broken sword, stand up, go into a rage, and try and smack the undead creature. And smack it. While he goes... Smackaroo? Yeah, and it's like tears streaming down his face, snot coming out of his nose. Oh. And uh, that is a total of uh, 12 to hit. Um, that is barely not enough. As she's going to see the hit, and she's just going to smack it away with her hand. And it's going to hit the floor. This lady's strong. Jesus. She is strong. She is way stronger than this, than the, than this, frail, uh, this frail young lady is supposed to be. I forgot to use my... I got an ability that lets me get an advantage, but everyone gets an advantage. Oh, right. Power. power. Oh, reckless. Yeah, you can use it next turn then, since you didn't use it now. Well, I can use it every turn, but... Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, I think you have to declare it before. Yeah, Yeah, I know. And uh, anything else? No, that's my entire turn. Cool. The person shrieks out in anger to Burin, and she's going to smack it a smack. Smack it a smack. Yeah, I'm no probably going down here. Though. What is your AC? Uh, Fifteen. She rolled nine. Fail. She rolled twenty-five on the second one. Yeah, that fucking hits. And that's nine damage. 
Oh, that's not that bad. She smacks hard into you. I'm going to block, like, block with the shield, but even though I block, it's like the force of the impact just, like, completely fucks my arm up. After that, it's Kai's turn. Then the, the lady, though, seems to be standing in a certain... She seems to get in a move you haven't seen before. She stands in a way you haven't seen before and waits for something. And Kai. Hi, it's me, Kai. Um, (laughs) I will... I can't really do much. Oh my... I can try this. Uh, Primal Savagery. It's a 19 hit. Absolutely hit. What does it do? So... Uh, so I... It, this causes my teeth or fingernails to sharpen. And it becomes a corrosive attack. Yeah. And I do five acid damage. If you allow. Sorry, you're gonna have to explain. What What do you do to cause this acid oh. damage? He makes I, a cantrip. I, I, yeah, it's a cantrip. And I... I so my fingernails and my teeth are sharpened. Yeah. So I basically lunge forward and and slashes slash her in the face. Wait. With cantrip deals acid damage, simply put. Oh, so you slash her in the face with like acid nails. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. Which probably gonna horrify most. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the visual representation That's of five that. damage. Um, oh, you definitely hit. To do that. She is going to immediately use a reaction after that. She takes the damage, use a reaction to make a counterattack. Oh, snap. That's 18 hit, hit, Kai. 18? Yeah. Bro, you should that a lock. Yeah, it hits. Yeah, it smacks you back for 10 damage. (sighs) It does not feel good being smacked. Um... She does not look good, by the way. She looks very worse for worse. She's starting to like stumble a little bit back and forth. She looks really hurt. Burin. All right. Um, just to be safe, I'm going to use uh, my last uh, use of uh, uh, Curse uh, Rite of Binding. Sure. Uh, so she has to make a strength save against DC 12, or uh, she can't. She she basically can't move. Absolutely. And this doesn't. Uh, the, I, since I have curse ex, uh, curse uh, specialist, uh, the target I'm targeting doesn't have uh, doesn't have to have blood. Okay, cool. Good stuff. And she has to make a strength save towards what? Uh, DC twelve. DC twelve. Yeah, she got twenty four. Oh She's shit! Yeah. Really strong. It immediately. All right. It, 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 uh, the the seal immediately has erupts from her. All right. Um, seeing that she she breaks from the curse, uh, I'm going to take uh, take a sloice. Cool. You're gonna do radiant damage as well, right? Uh, yeah. Cool. So that is a twenty-three That's to a hit. hit. That's a hit. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where is it? That is so uh, eight points of okay. slashing damage, Once and again, then I deal. To... She doesn't seem to give a fuck about slashing damage. You can see it hurts her a little bit, but she doesn't give it. And then I do six points of radiant damage. Yeah. First, the slashing doesn't really care. Then she screams out in pain. And she falls to the ground. 
and more blood comes out from her mouth. <laughs> and eventually she stops moving. Her entire body gets like the like all her veins in her body like turns red from all of the like like she's really like her entire body like starts to like strain up and then stops and she stops moving. Alright, with the Radiant Flame active, I'm going to poke her <laughs> with <laughs> sure. my longsword just to make sure. Absolutely. Like, is, she, is she dead? Does it move? From outside the door, you can hear a guard saying, What's going on in there? And your answer you can give in the next episode, as this is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening, listeners. We're going to see what happens next time. I love you all. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Have a Bye. great time. We're recording right now. All right. Hey, YouTube. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, YouTube. Remember, everybody, to like, comment, and subscribe if you want to see more of my stuff. <laughs> and don't forget to press the bell button to get that trade notification onto your phone. <laughs> there was one one time I saw this YouTuber. He, he literally said, oh, you guys got to stop sending me stuff. I had to order a bigger mailbox because of you. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs>